talking about the creek, creek talk, talking about the creek, creek talk, talking about the creek, talking about Dawson's Creek. Welcome back to Creek Talk. This is Steven. And I'm Jamie. And this week we're recapping season five, episode 11, Something Wild. I'm really excited about this episode, by the way. I actually like this episode. <laughs> what? Why do you like this episode, Jamie? Why do I like this episode? <laughs> Wait, first of all, hi, Jamie. Oh, hi, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> we um haven't recorded in a week, right? Two weeks. Two weeks? Two weeks. Right, yeah. We didn't record weeks. last week. Last week I was on the road. Yeah, you were moving and then I was on vacation. So we never we haven't recorded in two weeks. Okay. Yeah. So we haven't really talked to each other either. Um so hi Jamie. Hi. You're a Las Vegas resident. No. I am a Las Vegas resident now. Are you going to have a residency at one of the hotels <laughs> or casinos? What? Are you no, going to put on a show? <laughs> oh, I thought that's what happens when you move to Las Vegas. You just put on a residency. No? I don't know what you're talking about. Of course you don't. <laughs> okay, so you're not doing a residency, but you're um, all moved in, right? I'm all moved in, yeah. I'm all moved in to our nice apartment. Super, super nice. So excited. It's really nice. Yeah, it looks nice from what I'm looking at right now. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, we can get into all that when we do our catch up. But tell me why you liked this episode. Joey sings again. We get to see her be a little ballsy, and this is like her actual interaction with uh, Sir's douche Charlie. Oh um, and Bottom. I'm curious. I can't remember how this goes. I'm pretty sure Charlie falls head over heels for Joey. But like the drama that's going to ensue, I like, I have, I have thoughts on this entire situation with them. I have thoughts on like why she made those choices. If she was really trying to be free and just being like, you know, I'm going to be the other Joey as, as uh, Pacey would say, or if this was a low key stab at Jen, like, (laughs) I don't know. I thought that too. Yeah, she was being loyal, but then at the same time, she was sort. Of, she kept saying she was this other girl. I don't know. I I thought it was so bizarre that they were like suddenly Joey has this like she's this other person sometimes where she's not so like um a stick in the mud. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't. Have well, a stick I in think mud. this was kind of Pacey's fault. Pacey challenged her, and then Charlie challenged her, and she's just like, you know what? fine so she got up on stage and she sang again like she did in the the talent show or whatever show that that pageant she was in beauty pageant uh, the beauty pageant that she was in so she became this you know i mean joey has these streaks about her where she does something that's unexpected like she literally hopped on a boat and would disappeared with pacey all summer in the middle of high school you know what i mean so there are these streaks that joey has where she does these spontaneous things i mean the first i think it was the first season she gets on a boat with some kid that she doesn't this guy that she doesn't know and like spends a day with him and then you know they have she has her first kiss and then you know she doesn't talk to him again joey has these streaks in her so it was nice to see the college version of joey for this i felt like the writers were like you know it would be great for this episode if Katie Holmes sang, I want you to want me, <laughs> let's give her something to do. 
<laughs> right? I don't know. I thought it was cool. I like this episode. I just I like to see Joey have a little bit more of a a daring side and we got to see that side of her. So I didn't not like the episode. I thought it was I thought it was easy to watch. I thought there was a lot going on. Um my favorite character in this episode was Pacey. I I really appreciate that they're showing him have this like glow up his like personal life is thriving his professional life is thriving he's like going from last season to where he was where he was with joey and he kept thinking that even if he moved to boston he would never fit in and it would never work with the two of them because she's like on this road to success in college Meanwhile, he's whipping out like hundreds, buying drinks to everybody. And he's got this really nice car that his dad gave him. And things just just sort of were like are aligning for him. And I think that is like a natural thing that would happen in life. And I just I don't think college was the route for him. But I feel really like I feel it in my gut when he's in these scenes with Joey that I want them to be together. I can't believe I'm yeah. saying it. But yeah, when when they're he's, like driving. He's joined the Pacey side, you guys. Hold no, on. it's just very different. It's very different than it was. It's, it's a it's... more mature relationship. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. growing. So now exactly. we, we we saw them grow when they were in these younger, like teenage state. You know what I mean? Where things were a little bit more chaotic, but they grew their friendship. It turned into a, an epic love romance and then it fell apart. In this case, they're growing apart at this point, right? They're both individually growing, but we're seeing that friendship kind of need right. back together and so, it's so natural it is very like, natural their chemistry they, between them yes. is astronomical and i absolutely love their dynamic you know what i mean they are literally the couple of this show i don't care what anybody says when they're having scenes together i'm like why are they not putting them together i don't understand it because now she's gonna date these like fucking douches and yes, I- they just they just needed that opportunity to still grow because even though they're on the right track, both of them, you've got Joey getting these straight A's in her college courses, even though she was struggling in the beginning. And Pacey's finally uh, got promoted. He got a bonus in his job. You know, they're growing. And we know that some things don't necessarily work out for both of them at this stage. So I think it's still too premature for them to get together. They're still trying to grow as an individual. Pacey kind of changes career. He kind of gets a little you know, off track with whatever he's about to do. And, um, you know, Joey's dates the guys that she dates and and whatever. Individually, I think they still have a lot of growing to do before they can actually make that full-term commitment towards each other. So as much as we want to see them get back together, we absolutely love their chemistry together. Um, it's, it's still a little too soon for that to happen. So I understand the writer's intent on that. The other thing that I'm like realizing why I, I really enjoyed these two, the final two seasons was because I was sort of like in that phase in my life where I was trying to figure shit out too with like being an adult and mm-hmm. sort of like relating to that and like kind of like growing up with them a little bit, I, I guess, into like an adult. So I kind of related yeah. to that and I understand like, you know, things take time and everybody's path is different and everybody's timing is different but as a 43 year old watching this last night i just really appreciated what they did with his character and um like pacey is pacey sort of like always annoyed me sometimes but after watching it i was like 
I'm glad that they're giving him like, you know, like they're making him likable again and like relatable because not everybody goes to college yeah. and not everybody like wants to go to college and he's trying to figure it out. And, you know, maybe he is like a, a bit of a nomad, but at least he's like figuring it out and he's surviving. Like he's not, he's not a fucking loser. I'll say that much. No, <laughs> so. no, no. And it's cool though, because like a lot of shows, I feel like they put so much emphasis on going to college. And here you have somebody who decided not to go, like you've got the college kids and then you've got the one who's like, can't decide if he wants to be in school. And then you've got the one who doesn't want to do, like he couldn't get into it. He didn't want to do it. And so he has found an alternative path but also his own way to be successful without that specific type of education. Right. Um, it's it's great because you have that kind of diversity. So it's not this pressure on youth that was, that was watching this show saying, oh, you have to go to college. See, this is, this is what uh, is normal. This is what's happening in the shows. This is what is expected. You know what I mean? There are alternate routes. It's okay if you go to school and decide that that's not what you want to do or that's not the school for you. And it's okay if you didn't get into the college that you wanted to get into. And it's okay if you don't want to go to school and you want to pursue an alternate career that can still make you money without thousands of dollars debt. You know, so um this school really I mean this this show really was uh ahead of its time, I think. It was it was good. I had the laugh in the one the one scene where um where Audrey and and Joey are at the club and Audrey's like, I love college. Why would I ever want to leave? And Joey's like, because you have to start paying off the loan that helped you get here. And I was like, shut the fuck up, Joey. You're going into college without uh, any sort of debt because Dawson gave you all that money. I got so mad when she said that to her. I felt like it was kind of like a slap in the face. Yeah. Honestly, though, I wish that I kind of had those type of experiences and like college you know what i mean like they went out to the bar and they did these fun things and they look so cute so cute i loved her hair busy phillips's hair in this episode with the waves i thought she looked so cute even with that god awful blue eyeshadow she rocked it she rocked it (laughs) it was pool chalk that's what it was (laughs) yeah right yeah it was pool chalk exactly all right well before we break down the episode why don't we do a quick catch-up because we haven't talked to each other in a while Yes. Well, what's going on with you? Well, uh, as everybody knows, I just made the cross-country check trek, excuse me, cross-country trek from the East Coast to the West Coast. It took two days, and it was it was actually, it was great. It was tiring, though. I was very tired. But um, the cats did wonderful. I'm still in awe today on how great they were in the vehicle. Uh I did the dog crate thing. So we had taken a van. I got a cargo van because it was easier than getting like a box truck. I didn't need a box truck. I wasn't, I didn't, I'm not bringing, I didn't bring that much stuff, but they were amazing. Uh, Willie cried for the first hour and then he chilled out and they both slept most of the trip. Um, Maryland is beautiful, by the way. I don't know if you've ever ever actually like driven along Maryland, like as it butts against Pennsylvania. It's beautiful. I've never actually made that trek before. Um, I've been through parts of Maryland, but usually along the coast. It's gorgeous, dude. All the trees and the mountains. It's beautiful. Um, the we had no problems until like the last, I want to say like five or six hours of our trip. So we were in New Mexico. Um 
we just got gas, got on the road on this highway, and it was a it was a two lane highway, so four lanes, two going in either direction. We only got I want to say like ten or fifteen minutes down the highway, and it was just all of a sudden we all had to hit the brakes. It came to a complete stop for two and a half hours. There was a serious serious accident, maybe like a hundred two hundred feet in front of us, but mm-hmm. we couldn't see anything because it was literally my cargo van with like a car an SUV and then it was just all tractor trailers. Like you could tell this was obviously a really popular route for truck companies to get across the country with goods. Um with goods. There yeah. was a helicopter that came. It was like a medevac or what whatever. Oh my God. Yeah, a helicopter came and landed uh cuz we saw the helicopter and it like kind of disappeared as it went down. I thought, "Oh, maybe they were just getting a closer shot," but we never saw it back. Until about 40 minutes later when we saw it literally come up out of nowhere and then head towards, I think it was like Albuquerque. I think we were near Albuquerque. So, and then we were waiting again. And at this point, I was I was tired and I was getting cranky. I also had my period. So, <laughs> things were not faring well for me. So, uh, Chris called and he chilled that me sucked. out. <laughs> yeah, it totally sucked. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Steph. I'm like crying. <laughs> I was like, I just wanted to get here. We were on the last leg you know what i mean it was literally the last leg of our trip and we were stuck and i was like by the time i get there it was thursday it was thursday night i was like by the time i get there it's gonna be like three four o'clock in the morning like i don't want him to have to stay up all night waiting for me i was so upset um because the plan was hopefully get there by like 10 or 11 o'clock at night but then between some of the traffic and everything just like we kept losing time and then the two and a half hours just sealed our fate (laughs) um when we drove past it i mean i don't even know how to describe the accident we couldn't get pictures fast enough to try to take a picture of what was left of this vehicle but i don't know what people do when they're driving out here in the middle of nowhere but i'm pretty sure the person didn't make it like they got medevaced oh, out, but I really, they had to have been in critical condition or something. I don't know. They finally cleared us and then it started to rain. So it's dark, which decreased our visibility by a lot. Like there aren't a lot of like street lamps, you know, on these highways out there. And it's, it's very dark. The headlights of the van were not that great. And then the rain just killed the visibility. So we drove as long as we could and then we'd stop and then, like, we were rotating or whatever, because it was, at this point, it was Steph's turn to drive. And then we would drive. I would fall asleep, and then, you know, she'd drive for, like, 40 minutes, and, like, we got to pull over. So we would, like, stop at a rest stop. We would stop at a gas station, sleep for an hour, try again, sleep for an hour, try again. Uh, it took us forever. We ended up getting out of New Mexico, and I think we were in Arizona. And that was raining then, too. And then we, yeah, so, like, between New Mexico, like, the second half of New Mexico and then, like, the first half of Arizona, it was raining. We were just caught in a storm. It was, like, following us. At first, we got through it. Then it found us again. (laughs) Uh, So, we ended up stopping. The last hour, it was daylight by the time we woke up, which was nice because then we could actually see. And the rain had stopped, which was great. Um, And I was actually kind of glad that that happened because we got to actually see Arizona in the daylight and then... We drove through, so there are like two areas 
that you can drive through over the Hoover Dam. There's like the actual Hoover Dam. And then there's like this highway that's kind of like up a little bit. So like if you really are paying attention, you can kind of see it for like a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's yeah. the one we were on. We didn't actually go over the Hoover Dam. We were like kind of like on top of it, but up in the mountain a little bit more. Um, it was beautiful. All of the the rocks and the mountains and stuff are all right there. And literally by this point, we were maybe... The Hoover Dam's less than an hour from where I live. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's close. So it was really nice to be able to see all of that stuff. We got like five minutes, five or ten minutes up this, the road from here. And Steph, Steph goes, oh, my God, you guys have a drive through dispensary? <laughs> so, yes, Nevada, Las Vegas has a drive through dispensary. <laughs> Unfortunately, Jersey does not. <laughs> but it was pretty funny. Um, but overall, it was it was really... It was nice. Aside from that, like bump towards the end where we were just we were just cranky and tired. We finally got here. It was in the morning. It was probably like ten in the morning, maybe ten or eleven in the morning. Yeah. So we got here Friday morning. It was Friday. Yeah. Yeah. You left Wednesday, right? Yeah, I left Wednesday. And then, yeah, because I remember when I saw that you posted that you were there, I was like, oh my god, she made it there so quickly. Yeah. Well, we didn't stop hotels or anything. We literally just rotated shifts and and slept in the car. Because I wasn't trying to do all of that with the cats. It just was too much. I just wanted to get there and just get there. And then Chris had food. He made all this He made all this food. So good. Everything he put in front of my face, I was like, <laughs> he's such a good cook. It's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I love it here. It's, it's really nice. It's quiet. Our apartment is huge. The pools are awesome. There's multiple pools. And it's gated community. It's really pretty. Next time, like I we drive in, I'll try to take a snap and I'll send it to you of like the track coming in and then through. Um, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, I told you earlier, do a snap of the whole place. I'm so curious to see what it looks like because what I'm looking at now on your bedroom, it looks pretty cool. I like it's the. Um, we have vaulted ceilings. Shelves. Ceilings are really high and like walk-in closets. There's two full bathrooms. I want to send you this clip that I took of outside because so on my on the deck like the porch here. Mm -hmm. um the mountains are kind of in the distance so all of nevada is pretty much surrounded in these mountains and um the lights in the town that's over here i don't know which town that is it's like a like a whatever neighborhood like but whatever this is over here uh the lights look like they glitter well i hope that you don't see any aliens (laughs) right or maybe you will (laughs) since they exist oh hold on i got it let me see yeah oh you mean the lights on the house yeah, like the ha- in the background, all the like that. There's like a na- like a neighborhood back there. Oh yeah, I see. And if yeah. you really look, they like glitter. The lights glitter. It's really cool. Yeah, if you look at it real quick, it just looks like there are lights hanging on a house, but it's not. <laughs> it's a bunch of houses. Yeah, it's like it's a whole neighborhood there. Everything here is like kind of for the most part, it's like flat, but there are some like hilly spots. But literally, we're in like a bowl. So you're like up high. I'm on the third floor. Oh okay. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Jamie, I'm happy that you made it there safe. And I'm happy that you're, you know, finally situated and getting situated. Me too. I'm happy that you're happy. I'm so happy. And I'm, I'm happy, happy that we're, yeah, I'm happy that your cats are happy. And I'm happy that we're recording tonight because we haven't in a while. I don't know. I've missed you. And uh, I've missed you guys too, our listeners. <laughs> I wonder if they missed us. I don't know. I'm sure they did, Stephen. Well, the week after you traveled across the country, 
I went on vacation and we went to Ocean City, Maryland. And we found this little condo on the bay. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. And we stayed for the week. It was just the two of us. And it was so nice. And we took our new car down. And the car was really nice to just drive in and not have to worry about like... Breaking <laughs> uh, down or anything? Like, why is the car making weird noises? Why is the car shaking when we're stopped? <laughs> but no, we went to... So wait, the one day we went to Beggar's Island. Like, it's our favorite place to go to. And we went there for like a like the middle of the day. And every restaurant we went to, every single day, I, I had margaritas. Like, I don't think I had anything other than, other than margaritas. And we just started both drinking. And Justin doesn't, like, ever get drunk. Like, he never gets drunk. He's always the designated driver. He got so wasted while we were at Beggar's Island that night. And um, I ended up having to drive home. But I was fine with it. Like, he was, it was fun. Like, he deserved it, too, because we... We're so busy all the time. And just the two of us going away on a vacation that long. We haven't done that in like ever. I feel like when the two of us just go away, it's just the two of us. It's only like for a quick weekend or. And then you guys usually have people that come and stay with you. Right. So I think it was nice that you guys were able to just kind of just be just with each other. Yeah. And we weren't on a schedule and we went to, we were like, let's go to the beach. Let's sleep in. Let's go um, do this. Let's go shopping. Like the last day we went into Bethany and we bought a bunch of, we went to like the normal stores and stuff that we usually go to. Um, yeah. I stopped in at this store called Yesterday's Fun, which we, we go to every year. And I found a couple of fun things, but it was so, so nice. And I have to tell you, Jamie, like, and coming back here, like to this apartment, it actually felt like, Oh my god, I'm, I feel like good to be home. Your home? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Is that weird? No, it's not weird. It's nice. I'm glad that you feel more settled into your new apartment. Yeah, because like everything is getting more settled than it was. Like it's organized, it's getting it's just comfortable. Um, and our neighbors downstairs, they took care of the cats all week, which was so sweet of them. Um, I was like so That's grateful. Awesome. I was so appreciative of them because like, yeah, I know I told you before, like I haven't really talked to them, but they came up this, the, the day before we left and we were just talking for like over an hour and just getting to know each other. And they're just so sweet. Yay. Good. I, I'm glad. I was so happy that we have neighbors that we can like trust with that type of thing too. If it, if it ever comes up and they're able to do it, you know, and like vice versa. But yeah, we came back and then we're just now it's back to work. Um, the other thing is I started watching the Fatal Attraction series with Joshua Jackson. Um, How was it? It's so good. It I'm up to like episode three because I kind of got distracted with other things. What's uh, it streaming on? Paramount Plus. Okay. Yeah. This is what I'll say about Joshua Jackson. Watching him in the show, I I don't see him as Pacey Witter. So that to me says that he's a really good actor because he can be different characters. And yeah, he's diverse. I I I have to tell you, Jamie, I'm really starting to just really like him, even as just an actor. Like I yeah. I I never really like followed him in anything other than Dawson's Creek. Like I watched him in another show called Doctor Death, which he was really good at, good in. Mm-hmm. But um, this the Fringe. show. Watch him in Fringe. Have you ever I seen know. Fringe? 
Yeah, I started watching it when it first started, but then I, I kind of like fell off of it. But the I have to finish Fatal Attraction. It's got a really good cast, and I like what they're doing with the story compared to the movie because it's just very different. Um, I'm gonna add it. I'm pretty sure I have it to my list. I'm gonna check. Jimmy, um, isn't it funny how different our lives are have been in the last year? How they changed in the last changed year? So much within this whole year, dude. I'm gonna throw a slipper at you. Well, that hasn't changed. You're still yelling at your fucking cats. What is the name of the show? Fatal Attraction? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm multitasking. All right. It's in my list now. Nothing new here. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're all moved in. I'm happy that I had a great vacation. Me too. And I'm sun-kissed. Yes, you are. And we had a nice little break, which was good. So why don't we um get into this episode? Jamie. Let's do it because it's getting late for you and I feel bad. Um, well, you know, just stop getting distracted by your fucking cats, Jamie. Well, and I think he's we can keep talking. Okay. He's going he's going to sleep now, so it shouldn't be an issue unless he decides to get up and be a turd. This is what Willie thinks in his head. All right, pretend I'm Willie and I'm getting into something. Now you yell at me like I'm your cat. Steven, what are you doing? Oh, no, you have to be you have to call me Willie. I don't want to call him Willie because he's he's laid down. Oh, okay. <laughs> what are you trying to do? You're trying to make this worse. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. Uh, so, okay, so I'll be pretending to be the cat, and you just say, what are you doing? What are you doing, Steven? Oh, my God. Why is she yelling at me now? Isn't she busy doing her fucking podcast with her funny, hilarious friend? God, why does she bother me every time I'm trying to smell something? Her you friend is so think annoyed thinking. all the time. Every time she yells at me, you know what I think that he's thinking? Oh, she's looking at me. I'm gonna do it again. Oh, she's paying attention. Well, yeah. you know your cat better than I do. I'm gonna do it while I'm watching you. Eye contact and all, because I'm a dick. Maybe she'll get up and come get me. Maybe she'll give me treats. Wait, <gasps> she can might I tell you me. what? Can I tell you what scaredy cat does every night? What? So she bullies me to give her treats. Whenever I like go walk to go to bed, she lays in the hallway and she starts like crying. And I go, no, no, I already gave you some. And then she just keeps, keeps it up. And then I go to go to the bedroom and then uh, Kitty Perry comes out because they're in cahoots together. So they run in front of me, almost trip me in the hallway to get into the bedroom because they know I'm going to shut the door. Then Mm -hmm. I will give them a couple of treats before I go to bed, but she'll do it again. So she'll follow. She, uh, Katy Perry doesn't doesn't do it to me. It's just Scaredy Cat. The second time, she'll chase after me to go into the bedroom. She follows me in, and then I pretend like I'm gonna go give them to her again. And she runs out, and I shut the door and lock her out. <laughs> <laughs> like you dummy. Um. All right. How about we get into this episode? Gene? Yeah, we probably should. Yeah. All right. This week, we are recapping Season 5, Episode 11, Something Wild. Aired January 16th, 2001, written by Jeffrey Stepakoff and directed by Michael Lang. So we open at the Potter B&B and Joey's on winter break, I guess. Yeah, they're on some kind of break, but I don't know what season they're in. (laughs) Well, it will be the first semester... So, yeah, going into Christmas. So they, oh, yeah, because later Danny says you didn't pick up your holiday bonus. So I assume we must have just got through the holidays. Yeah. So they're going to go in January. They'll probably go back in January, back to school. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
I have to tell you, I always loved that part of college. Like when I was in school, I loved, I loved those. Well, I love leading up to the break too. And I mean, I went to Delaware County, but the main campus had this really nice, like cafeteria area. It was, I forgot what they called it, but they had these big ass, like floor to ceiling windows and it would look out into like the um, woods but when I would go for my night class, it was so nice. And like when it would snow, it was just all snow. But I love that feeling of knowing like, oh, I, I work so hard. I got my my um, tests done, my finals done. And I'm going to like go my holiday break and then come back, you know? Yeah, but- no, it's the same feeling I would get at the end of each like uh, school year, like mm-hmm. as a high schooler. You know what I mean? When When you had that independence, so to speak. And when you're finishing your finals, you know what I mean? And you had these long gaps between the classes because you had no classes. All you were doing was waiting to take your test. So we were always in the cafeteria or in the courtyard, you know, studying and hanging out until it was time to go to our test or whatever. And it was that feeling of like, like everything was more relaxed. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't all Mm -hmm. of these school rules because technically school wasn't in session, but you were at school because you had tests to take, you know what I mean? Um, Like the, 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 your like clothing that you could wear was a little bit more relaxed because it was basically like summer and you know th- the rules got loosened you know what I mean it wasn't just I had to get up I got to go this class go this class this class this class lunch this class this class no it was I get to go up my my first test isn't until 10 so I got two hours to kill you know or yeah. three whatever yeah, now so- I do it now I do it with work now it's like yeah. um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm going to take off the whole week of Christmas and go into the new year and just not have to worry about work. That's always a nice feeling, too. Yeah. I think there was only like one year that I didn't do it and it actually worked because we were working from home. But I was like, I think I'm going to do it this year if I can. I have the time. I'm just going to take off and enjoy that time. Do it. <laughs> um. So Joey's watching TV. She's watching Wheel of Fortune. And Bessie comes in and and Joey's like, is that the mail? And she's like, it is not your grades, Joey. Go have some fun. You're on vacation. Do something. Yeah, so she's like, you. why the fuck are you here? Like, go do something exciting. And um, Joey's like, well, grades are the furthest thing from my mind. And uh, Bessie's like... Um, you can stop with the nonchalant attitude, Joey. I know it's driving you crazy. And she's like, actually, something else is driving me crazy. And she goes, do you want to talk about it, Joey? And she's like, no, uh, stop bugging me, Bess. <laughs> I was, I just appreciated that Bessie was back in the episode. <laughs> it was nice to see her. I was happy to see her, too. I smiled when she came on scene. I was like, ha, oh, we're back at the Potter B&B. Yeah, it was cute. Even Pacey matches, like, my, my like, happiness. Because he basically says something very similar. He's like, you know, I just love coming here. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. Um, Well, Bessie wants to talk to Joey about Dawson and Jen. And mm-hmm. Joey's like, I don't want to talk about it. And she's like, I'm just trying to enjoy my vacation. And she's like, well, then go out and do something. Like, get off the sofa. And Bessie's like, when was the last time you actually did something exciting and fun? And so she goes, when was the last time you did something wild? And she's like, I'm wild quite frequently, actually. She's like, isn't there someone you can call? She goes, maybe I'll call Dawson and Jen. Maybe not. So then we hear a knock on the door and guess who it is? 
pasty Witter. Witter. He comes in all like charming as fuck. Wearing, I know. Like, a long tan uh, um, leather jacket. He like, looked good. He looked happy. Yeah, he looks great. And yeah, he walks in and he goes, oh, I love this place. It feels just like yesterday. I was dancing in the kitchen with Frederick Fricky. Remember that episode? Um, a weekend in the in the country where she was trying to impress the um the yeah the reviewer guy. I don't remember. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, he was a yeah, the, yeah. He, uh, he had to clean the one the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. Well, she got episode. It was because they were all there together. The entire cast was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes, "Shouldn't you be dancing in the kitchen with Danny Brecker?" And he's like, well, I was actually in town to pick something up. Which we find out later what it was. And um, he's like, yeah, how's your vacation going? And Bessie says, she's a human vegetable. So Joey's like, I'm having a great time. I'm reading, I'm relaxing, I'm watching TV. And he's like, well, I just dropped in to see if you needed a ride back to Boston. And then her eyes like perk up. Yeah, (laughs) she definitely lit up. She was like, wait, what? You're going the way? Okay. He's like, yeah, I'm leaving right now. So then she literally jumps up, grabs her coat and like a bag. And she's like, bye, Bessie. Thank you. I love you. Give baby Alexander a kiss. Goodbye for me. Bye. <laughs> she like, she's like out up. the door. She has even to pull Pacey's him out. Like, yeah. Even Pacey's standing there like, what just happened? She's like, come on. <laughs> um, But that was the opening scene, which I thought was, it was pretty cute. It was cute. And that was all we had of Bessie this episode. <laughs> Thanks for stopping in, Bess. I know. Thanks, Nina. You were great. Yeah. yeah. We love you. Come back again. Maybe you'll be back next week. I don't know. Um, well, she sort of said this thing to her. When was the last time you did something wild? So that's like the whole premise of this episode. Yeah. They were setting it up because, you know, Joey doesn't give herself that kind of fun freedom. Yeah. She's so busy getting all these A's in college. I know. Good for her. So we cut to Jen and Dawson driving somewhere together, and we find out they're headed back to Cape Side. Mm-hmm. Um, she's trying to tell him that she sh- that he should really take this class at Boston Bay. It's like a film class or something. Yeah. And he's like, you really want me to enroll in this local college, don't you? And she says, well, they have an amazing film program, and you'll probably get a lot out of it. And he's like, I'll think about it later. But right now, I just want to savor the moment because I've never actually brought a girl home. And she says that she's actually going through a rite of passage, too, because she's never been brought home before. So she's going to meet his mother. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because she doesn't already know who his mother is. Yeah. I but thought she, the whole the, the workup for it was kind of weird because they've dated before in the past. It's just never been this physical, physical. I thought it was weird too. Also, she's their relationship is cute. Yeah. Um I, I appreciate it because I think it's what he needed. Maybe what she needed too. They but both do. She's acting so different. Yeah, she's like acting like that awkward. Like, I have never met your parents before interaction. Well, you know? it's not even, it's not even that. She's she's even acting weird towards him. And I don't know if it's if it was, yeah. like, a direction for her to act like she's just totally in love with him. But the way she's even reading her lines is weird. I don't know. I mean, I kind of understood it a little bit later. The beginning was a little weird. 
like I guess they're really trying to sell this whole these two are like crazy about each other thing they finally have realized their attraction and love towards each other and now it's this burning flaming thing that they can't get enough of each other um yeah they're like fucking like rabbits all the time right and I mean he's an 18 year old (laughs) who just got his virginity taken so what's to be expected with that um the reaction really was later because you know Dawson leaves to handle something for the restaurant, leaves Jen with his mom, and they actually have this, like, heart-to-heart or whatever, and now uh, they're talking about Dawson's future. Like, I feel like we almost got stepped into, like, a wifey zone for, like, a second, because mom started kind of putting this pressure on, like, okay, you need to, you need to be more uh, straightforward and pushing with Dawson. Dawson's very stubborn. I'm like, what... What what is happening right now? I mean, I get that they have this history. Jen's been in the picture for a couple of years now. You know, I mean, they've already kind of dated at one point, even though it didn't last long. Um, so there's already that statement there, and I guess maybe the mom's figuring, well, if they're they're physical now, that means this relationship's going to last. It's going to go somewhere. This could potentially be his life partner. This is what you got to do to handle my son because he's not listening to me. Thing or or what and so like you know jen tries to have that conversation Don's like what are you, you know, dawson's like what are you talking about um who are you you don't to to, to say this to me or, or whatever you know we'll get into that later but like it was just very um it was very weird i, don't I know. thought it was weird that gal was being so weird to jen that's like, what I mean. I, the I don't whole know why dynamic between them shifted like all of a sudden we're dealing with a uh like it's like it's almost like a son brought home the wife a wife that you never met before right yeah <laughs> it's weird i don't i don't know what, what was happening like why they made it so awkward because the only difference maybe maybe dawson's mom was being weird because jen was being weird and maybe jen was being weird because she actually slept with dawson and now the relationship is different and maybe Jen is a little bit self-conscious on what Dawson's mom thinks of her just because of her own history. Everybody knows Jen's history. That's that's maybe, maybe. kind of what, like, if I think about it, maybe that's what's going on and why Jen's no, being... I, that can't her. be it because Gail had a, had a, had a, um, an affair, so... I know that, but I, at the same time, we're talking about a girl who knows that every parent probably thinks some kind of way with her because she just took the, you know, she's lost her virginity at a young age and she just took, you know, the golden boy's virginity, you know? So, like, I don't, I could see maybe if that's what they were trying to do. It's just, it was unnecessary. I wondered if it was also the fact that they were so, Gal and Mitch were so upset with him that he was leaving california to go to boston to be with joey and now he's only dating jen so maybe they're she's just sort of like like what the fuck is he doing like i how come all of a sudden how come all of a sudden he's dating her when he went there to be with this other girl you know but i i still don't think jen deserved to be treated the way she was treated kind of oh no i think think it was weird yeah I think the whole thing was weird. I don't blame mom for being confused, though. Like, Gail for being confused. Yeah, because that was literally, like, I'm not going back to this college. I'm moving here. Joey and I have a thing. To now, all of a sudden, Joey's out of the picture. And it's all about Jen. And, it, like, honestly, I don't think that I would feel some kind of way about the girls. At this point, I'd be looking at my son and being like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. that's probably my, my like... <laughs> That's probably how I would end up reacting. Right. I'd probably have to be like, dude, what are you doing right now? Like, really, what are you doing? Because one minute it's Joey and another minute it's Jen. And I just need to figure out, like, are you okay? 
<laughs> like, are you all right? Because this isn't really you. So I don't know. The whole thing is just weird. I I got the vibe too. I totally understood the vibe, but it's hard to pinpoint exactly what was happening in this and why. But there was a weird vibe bitch happening with them, which is why I was focusing more on like Joey and Pacey and Charlie aspect yeah. than than you know what whatever's going on with Dawson. You know what else it could have been? Because Gal yeah. was so used to having him around, and maybe Jen would be would be taking him away from him being around the house helping out even though she wants him to like go Leave. live life because she even says she feels guilty because she was a part of like liking him being around all the time. So maybe she felt a little bit of guilt. I don't know. I don't because know. I feel like in a previous episode, she's also told Dawson, like, you need to relax. You don't have to be your dad. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like she's, she's had this conversation with him already. If yeah. I remember correctly. So yeah. I don't know if it's, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I 100% buy that, but who knows? Well, anyway, she says that she has always just been brought to a motel. And he goes, well, if you want to go at it again, just let me know because we can go to a motel. So they kind of like give each other a look. And it's like, I guess they do end up going to a motel because, you know, his shirt later is all backwards like a dum-dum. Yeah, they were late getting to the house. But um, she does this thing where she talks in a British accent to him and... He goes, if you're going to do grams, maybe not run your hand up my thigh. It's a little weird. (laughs) I didn't write down what she said, but it was funny. So I think she was just like, oh, sorry. And like she pulled her hand away or something. I don't know. Yeah, but they kind of laughed about it. It was funny. Yeah, yeah. So as they're driving into Cape Side, we see Pacey and Joey driving out of Cape Side. They like pass each other. And they don't even realize that they passed each other. But then nope. again, you're expecting Pacey to drive that car. So, yeah. Also, sometimes you don't really notice, like, you know, I guess. So Joey is complaining. Joey's like talking about how, of course, he ended up with her. Um, Jen's spontaneous and wild. Guys always end up with the wild girl. I could see it on his face the first time she stepped out of that taxi. <laughs> and we like, all did. <laughs> Hey, pretty girl. I want to know you. Hey, pretty girl. I I didn't even have to prompt you and you just did. (laughs) Dude, I was thinking it when she said it when I was watching the episode. I was thinking it too. And then I was thinking of you singing it as we recorded this and you did it. (laughs) (laughs) Of course I did. How funny is that? (laughs) So she's like, oh, I am past it. I'm totally past it. In fact, I rarely ever, ever think about them. And he says, oh, they just happen to be on your mind right now. And she's like, no, actually, I was wondering if this car was actually yours. And he says, yeah, it is. So then he changes the subject and he says they're looking for a waitress at the restaurant. And she's not sure she wants to do it. She actually mentions Mrs. Valentine and not getting a great recommendation from her, which I would think would be bullshit. Because if Mrs. Valentine did not give Joey uh, a decent recommendation to be a fucking waitress then there's something wrong with that woman i mean we already know well, we already knew there was her. something wrong with that woman she doesn't like joey so she's nasty yeah i just like the call back to mrs valentine mrs valentine whatever frederick happened to him and frederick fricky like we're getting <laughs> these like fun like callbacks yeah definitely testing my memory <laughs> so he he says have you checked your grades yet and she's like no not yet and he says so you're freaking out She's like, no, I've changed. 
Um, I took my test. I did my best. There's nothing more that I can do. So I'm just moving on. And he says, so you're not going to go run to the bursar's office as soon as you get home to go check on your grades. And she says, you know, there's a fundamental difference between having a thought and actually acting upon it. And he says, yeah, well, there's also a fundamental difference between saying that you're going to change and actually doing it. So Jen and Dawson arrive home. They're, they're late. And she's like, what? Jen's what? Tarnation? She goes, what did Gal say when you told her about us? And he says nothing. And she's like, oh, I sense strangeness. And he says, well, it can't be as bad as the dinner from hell, right? And she's like, she's going to know why we relate. So then Gal comes out and she greets them both. She's all like smiles and they all hug. And she's like, you've made it. I was starting to get worried. So then he's like, well, we stopped for a while. And then they do that thing where they talk over each other. And yeah. One of them, one of them should have just stayed quiet while the other talked. I don't know why they got to like instantly jump in. That's why she acted weird. They're all nervous. Like they did something wrong. Wait, let's pretend to be them. All right. So. You'll say we stopped for guests and I'll say we, we rested. Okay. So, on, um, so wait, I'll pretend to be gal and then I'll count to three and we'll do it. Okay. I was starting to get worried. We were, we went to the rested. gas station. <laughs> and then I say gas station and you say rested. Uh, <laughs> gas station. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm all screwed up. Listen, I'm not an actor. <laughs> I know. You're not good at these. these well, little I wasn't things sure if we were just going to pick it up from where we were. We were starting over again. So it's fine. Like... <laughs> I think they get it. I think, I think we're. I think we you guys. Can... You guys know what we're doing. You you know. You probably joined in with us, and that's awesome. And I love that for you. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> were like for me too. They were like, I think Jamie's not going to get it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sometimes my brain is on. Sometimes my brain is sleepy. I'm surprised you're not like wide awake. I did take a little nap earlier. Justin ordered the in, the new Indiana Jones movie, and Ooh. I was I dozed off while we were watching it. But oh, so I don't know. You don't know if it was good or not. It was good from when I was watching. I was just tired, and yeah. I knew I had we had to record. So I like I like jumped up and got up to send you the link, and then you were like, "I got to poop. I'll be back." <laughs> <laughs> per huge. <laughs> So anyway, my bad, my bad, guys. <laughs> so Gal's like Dawson, your t-shirt's on backwards, and um, he's like, oh, oh, is it? Okay, bye. And then they like walk in the house and they kind of shut the door on her. They don't even—he doesn't even hold the door open for her. I noticed it was weird. Yeah, they were just trying to get away. I don't know. This whole interaction with all of them was weird. Like Dawson was being weird because he lost his virginity, but like they're freaking eighteen plus years old at this point. It why it's you're an adult <laughs> his mom's like his mom gail's pretty much like tossing i'm aware this is gonna happen you know what i mean like i'm not mad about it they're just acting really weird like they're acting shady they're acting like teenagers that shouldn't have been doing what they did yeah like they're 16 or something and you know messing around and somebody's getting pregnant you know what i mean like they're just acting really weird yeah i thought it was bizarre too so we cut to pacey walking joey to her dorm Mm-hmm. and he asked her what she's going to do by herself for the next few days, and she's like, I'm going to enjoy my dorm room all by myself. And guess who's there when she opens up the door? Busy Phillips' character. I can't remember Audrey. the character's name right now. Audrey. I can't remember. I couldn't remember her name. I For the last, like, hour, I'm like, what is Aud- What the hell is the girl's name? The first time I said Busy Phillips, too, when we were talking about her, like, 
an hour ago. So Audrey, <laughs> is, she's so excited to see Joey. And um, Joey's like, I thought you wanted to go see your parents. And she was like, well, I did, but we got into a big argument about money. And I came home and she's like, I can't even do the campus tours anymore because they they were mad at me because I hit on a high school kid. <laughs> she didn't know it. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, She's like, guys, I think I might have to get a job. And it was like perfect timing because Pacey's restaurant is looking for a waitress. So Joey looks at Pacey. She's like, I think you might have found your new waitress. And Audrey's like watching them look at each other. And she's like, what, you guys? What are you looking at each other for? What is this secret? Yeah, I like I really do love every interaction with these guys. Yeah, actually, Audrey and Pacey do have fun chemistry together, too. Yeah. So I can tell that they're sort of, like, leaning them to be with each other. I know that they date, but... They do. I don't remember any of this. Like, I only remember certain parts of this episode. I Like, none of this is in my brain anymore. So, like, I only remember, like, the first two seasons, like, exactly how they were. But um, I guess I wasn't watching these episodes over and over again back then, like I was the the first two seasons. But, you know, some parts I do fully remember, like when they're at the bar and she sings and she makes a joke about the guy kissing Joey. I remember all that. But, um, like, I don't remember Charlie hitting on Joey. Like, I don't remember... I don't remember him. I don't remember the scene where he hit on her, but I know that he tries to serenade her outside of her dorm room. So I know that they have some kind of something. Um, I don't remember any of that. Yeah, I remember that. That stood out to me. And the the stage thing definitely stands out to me too. And I know that I'm pretty sure these two date for like a little bit and then she ends up having to go to rehab or something. Yeah, I do remember she was to rehab, but I thought that was at the end of like this, this series. She's like, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, we'll find out. I don't. Know. I think it's the end of this. Yeah, I don't know. So we cut to Pacey and Audrey at Civilization. They're at the restaurant, and uh, she's super excited to like work there now. And I love her hair. I still can't get over how cute she looks. I love her hair all crimped like that. I really do. I think it's so cute. Makes me want to crimp my hair again. I used to do it. Do it. Maybe I will. So she's like, it'll be like I'm having dinner with lots of fun new people every night. And Pacey's like, you know, your job is to bring them dinner, not to date them. And she's like, well, people want a little personality with their dining experience. And we cut to Danny just sort of like watching them. And listening he's, to them. he's listening yeah like enjoying it and audrey's talking about how she loves the way the menu is worded she goes everything comes on a bed of or drizzled with something it's so thrilling <laughs> and, but then i was like i thought audrey was rich like wasn't she like loaded why is she so like impressed by a fancy restaurant menu i like i didn't understand that yeah, that's a good point. I did I did find it a little weird, but I'm wondering if it was just because it's she's never worked before. So the excitement and the way everything oh, yeah. is on the menu is more because she's like not like she's seen the other side of it, you know? That's, that's how I point. that's how I kind of took it. So she's she's like reading the menu and she's like grilled foie gras drizzled with a mango reduction sauce. And she's like, I can so sell that. What the hell is foie gras? 
And he's like, it's fat and duck liver. And she goes, ew, that's just wrong. And he says, <laughs> you wouldn't say that if you tried it. Trust me, it'll blow your mind. And she goes, does this sort of thing usually work with the ladies? And he's like, what? The If I'm this passionate about the sensual art of cooking, imagine how good I am in bed thing. And he's just like smiling at her. And she goes, imagine how good you'd do if you just trimmed your nails. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love it. I love it. So funny. <laughs> and he goes, I'm a busy guy. So then Danny comes over and he's like, is this your girlfriend? And he's like, uh, no, this is Audrey. She's interviewing for the waitress position. And she goes, I really love what you've done with the place. And he goes, welcome aboard, Audrey. And Pacey's shocked because he literally just hired her on the spot. Yeah, he yeah, he just heard their interaction. He's like, that's good enough for me. Yeah. He goes, any woman who could put Witter in his place like that is the kind of woman that I want working for me. And he's like, can you start tomorrow? And she goes, absolutely. <laughs> he's like, great. Okay, I love her enthusiasm. Yeah. And he goes, Pacey, make sure she tries the foie <laughs> So Audrey's excited and she goes, I love that guy. <laughs> Busy Phils really is charming. She's fun. I love her. Yeah. All right. So now Gal, we're back at the Leary household. Gal is bringing out like a tray of stuff for the three of them to have like tea or whatever. And Dawson and Jen are sitting close together on the couch. So he sees Gal coming out with the tray and he jumps up out of his seat and grabs the tray and like takes it from her and puts it on the, on the coffee table. I just, I feel like they're just not, I don't know. This is the thing that kind of rubs me wrong with their relationship because again, they're just acting like weirdos. Like, like everything that they're doing is wrong and they're going to get in trouble for it. Like they're not supposed to sit that close. They're not supposed to hold hands. Like it's like, is their behavior is just. No, I I didn't get that from that. I got what I got from that was he really needs to help his mom with like everything, which doesn't need um, to happen. I mean, that's probably what they were going going with. It just I didn't take it that way. But that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Cause I'm like, why are they doing this? Why are they acting like everything they're doing is weird? And he's just like, Oh mom, let me help you with that. Don't pay attention that I was just holding her hand. That's how I took it. Yeah, but like your makes more sense. <laughs> like he's so um oh, what's the word? Like he's so over um bearing well yeah he's being overbearing because he wants to be a part of every single thing that's happening yeah but he's just aware he's like aware of everything and like yeah he's yeah true like hyper hypersensitive yeah aware. yes 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 that's it exactly so yeah like, traumatized <laughs> yeah i mean he's still dealing with his grief his i guess father's passing yeah so gail asked jen about school and she chose a major yet and she's like, no. She goes, how, how is the lovely Lily Leary? <laughs> and she's like, oh, she's so cute. She took her first steps the other day. It was adorable. And Dawson's like, mom, why don't you put the baby gate up? She's like, honey, I will. <laughs> we find out that the people who bought Graham's old house only use it as a summer house. Um, which is kind of cool. But at the same time, like. I would want to live there. Sad. For- I want right. I, well, yeah. I don't know. The house is cool. Where it sits, oh. man. I'd want to live there all year long. Yeah, it's amazing. Um. So then the phone rings. It's the restaurant calling, and Gail is hearing about a leak that they've had at the restaurant. So Dawson jumps up again, and he gets on the phone, and he tries to be like all man macho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Macho, macho man. 
Dustin will never be a macho man. Macho, macho man, baby. Dustin will never be that macho man. So he's like, I'll I'll meet you there in 15 minutes. So Gal's like, Dawson, you just got here. Like, just stay here. Relax. And he's like, no, I'm going to go take care of it. Um, Because I'm the man of the house now. So he gives Jen a kiss on the cheek and he's like, I'll be back. So then he leaves and Gal looks at Jen and she goes, so you two are dating now? (laughs) She's just like, "Uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh-huh. It was funny. We cut to Joey. She's checking her grades. And we find out that she literally got an A in every single subject. Every single one. And she's shocked that she got an A in every single... I'm, I mean, I'm shocked because that's... I'm I, not. I feel like we shouldn't be so shocked, but I, I... I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't shocked. I was like, she's clearly going to pass everything. She so always does. She, yeah, that's just who her character is. Um, so she goes to look for her English grade and it's not posted yet. And then guess who appears? Professor Wilder. <laughs> he goes, how's my favorite obsessive compulsive freshman? And she goes, uh, I was just on my way to the library. And he goes, well, it's on the other side of the campus. She goes, oh, no wonder I couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> that was she's funny. funny. Yeah, she's funny. And he goes, well, how'd you do? She goes, so far, four A's. And he says, I bet you're looking for this. And he pulls up, he pulls up the paper with all the grades. And she looks at it like she's going to faint. She goes, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, there, there it is. There it is. Put it and up. he teases her and he goes, you're about to find out the results of months worth of sweat and labor. And oh, is all you can say for yourself. And she goes, you're having way too much fun here. And he goes, job perk. So then he posts the grades. She goes over. She finds her name. She scrolls her little finger across the paper. (laughs) Guess what Joey got? An A. (laughs) Shocker. We're proud of you. you. Well, she's so excited. She hugs him. And it's like a hug that lasts just a little too long. I thought no, it was. I was so literally much... sitting there going, "Okay, Joe, let go, let go, Joey, let go." Joey, I thought it was so inappropriate. I've never it's hugged. Definitely inappropriate. I've never hugged a teacher in my life. Me either. Me <laughs> so either. Not a college professor. No. Yeah, it was. It was very weird. Um, but she's excited. She got all A's, and Professor Wilder gave her an A because he clearly wants to fuck her. So. Um, we cut to a club. We're at a club now with Joey and Audrey, and you don't see it. You you see him really quickly, but they do like a pan of like the whole club, and you see Charlie on stage. Yes, yeah. Which I I took a second. It took a second for me to notice that he was there. And um, Joey tells Audrey that she hugged Wilder, and Audrey wants to know what kind of hug it was. She goes. I'm sorry, but hugging the most gorgeous man on campus could never be just a hug. How long did it last? And Joey says, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) I posted this yesterday on our Instagram stories because this scene, they're talking, they're sitting at this like high top table and 
Audrey's asking her all this. And as soon as Joey says that, an extra walks by and literally looks directly at Katie Holmes and then looks away and they and walks away. You have to look at the story. It's so funny. I, I think I saw it, actually. I noticed it in the episode. I was like, did he just... You're not supposed to do that, my friend. I put, yeah, I literally put like an arrow on her face. <laughs> it was so funny. That's like the fun part about this show sometimes, just watching the background actors and seeing like, because they were literally just people that just signed up to be extras. And like, they get a little starstruck. Yeah, exactly. So this girl probably was like, she's right there. She's right there. She's right there. And good for her. Like, yeah. I never got to do extra work with Katie Holmes. Like, I would have probably lost my mind if i did (laughs) so audrey's like precisely which body parts may contact and where and joey goes okay we had sex and audrey's like really (laughs) (laughs) like she believed her so easy too because audrey needs like excitement in her life yeah and joey's like right there in the bursar's office on the formica it was wild passionate hot animalistic sex and audrey goes i hate you and she goes, it was just a hug. I was excited. It was an excited hug. No big deal. <laughs> and Audrey says, the fact that she can, the fact that you can even hug Wilder proves that there's still hope for you yet. And she goes, good to know, Audrey. So she goes, this is our night, Joey Potter. We're going to celebrate. We're going to cut loose. Tonight, we're going to kiss some boys. And she goes, what boys? So then a guy walks by. <laughs> this doofus and yeah, he's a doofus and he was way too old dude he didn't yeah, he was not in college he was clearly older than everybody <laughs> so he walks by and he goes excuse me would you like to kiss my friend joey here and she, and he goes yeah sure like no consent Duh. like don't don't ask joey for consent just oh sure uh let me just say yes even though i didn't ask her and Joey's like, ah, I can't. Um, I can't until my tongue completely heals. And he's like, huh? And she's like, Audrey's like, um, it was a it was a piercing incident. Ugh, God, Joey. We were trying to have fun. And the guy just walks away. So then Joey palms Audrey's head. It was so funny. <laughs> it's like, ah, Audrey, stop. Really? The tongue incident, like, response was so clever and quick. Like, I snorted. I was like, <laughs> I saved that damn piercing incident. It was a piercing incident. <laughs> it was. It was funny. It was really funny. So, at back of the restaurant, Danny wants to talk to Pacey, and Pacey thinks he's in trouble, and I totally related, because every time my boss wants to talk to me, I feel like I'm in trouble. <laughs> what I do. <laughs> No, I've never gotten bad news before, but for some reason I have this anxiety that somebody's going to deliver it. And it's just, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I think it's just a natural thing that we all have. Unless you're there's just like rated up. There's some kind everything. of trauma there. There is some kind of trauma there somewhere. I just don't know where. <laughs> don't I, think know it's, I think it's from working in retail. That might be it. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I, I, I feel like when I worked in retail, it didn't matter what I did. I was like, I never did anything right. I never got any sort of like uh, confidence booster. No, like you did a great oh. job. It was always like, uh, here's a list of things that you did wrong and do better. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that's not how you deliver a performance review. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So yeah, Pacey thinks he's in trouble, but Danny tells him that he impresses him. He goes, which is terribly difficult to do. 
And he tells Pacey that he's promoting him with a 20% increase in his salary. And he goes, you even forgot to pick up your holiday bonus. And he gives Pacey this like envelope full of cash. And he's like, there was a bonus. And he's like, yeah, you just didn't come pick it up. He goes, happy belated holiday, Chef Witter. And he's like, I'm glad that you stayed. And I was like, oh, Danny's a good guy. You know, first of all, that's a really big deal anyways, because before he was just like a cook. Now he's a chef. That's a completely different like title. And that's a title that's usually given with respect. So it's that's why when he when he called him chef, did you see Pacey's face kind of light up? That's why. It was so awesome. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, he well, just got a new title. <laughs> I think you have to actually go to school to get the title of chef. Yeah, that or an apprenticeship. You don't actually have to go to school, but it's easy. Oh, well, then would he, ha- would he have been like an apprentice to him? Then? Probably. That's probably, yeah. And I think the apprenticeships usually take years. So, good oh, job, Pacey. Well, Pacey, it only took like six months. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a show. <laughs> 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 but but yeah so he went from you know like a, a line cook or whatever he was doing to like no he was a dishwasher remember and then oh, man, he got one hell of a bump man yeah. <laughs> congratulations like, you are not a cook anymore you are now a chef go get your fancy hat danny was like just show up and you can learn right on the job that's what that's what we do here and danny, danny talk- likes crazy <laughs> You know, Danny might have been a scub bag in his relationship, but you know, he's he's got a heart and he's good to his employees and he likes Pacey, so yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy, okay? I'm happy for him too. I was I'm... happy. I love the expression on his face. He was so happy. I was excited. <laughs> I, was I like, like I'm enjoying Pacey's glow up, that's all. Me too. I'm Pacey's growing and we're happy about it. Um back at the club. Audrey says, I love college life. Why would I want to leave all of this? And this is when Joey says, um, because you have to pay off all the loans you're using to finance all of this. <laughs> I said, easy for you, Joey. You have no student debt, you fuckface. I said this earlier. I don't think you heard what I said. But do you remember when she doesn't, she yeah. went into, she went into school without any, any debt because she paid it off with the money that Dawson gave her. Dawson gave her. But she almost would have had debt. You know what I mean? She was about to get a loan and and grants or whatever. But well, it was no, too much. Did, no, remember she was in the uh the college whatever that person was, and she yeah, was. Yeah, but then she tried debt. to get a loan afterwards because she won that thing. But then she had to look at. She was looking at loans, and then she's like, "We can't afford this." So I think she has an understanding of of what it what it would have taken. You know what I mean? Because at one point she was like, I'm going to have to defer for a year and save money so that I can go. So like, she understands. So I, I, it didn't bother me that she said that. Even though she Bothered was lucky me. and fortunate <laughs> enough to get the money to go in, it did not bother me because she would have had to do the same thing and she was fully aware of it. She was upset. She wasn't going to be able to go. She knows. She's right. She had to kind of snap. She had to snap Audrey back into reality for a second. Well, maybe Audrey doesn't know her situation either. So she can't really fight her on yeah true <laughs> she can't be like joey's meanwhile she's like yeah i have a lot of student debt too <laughs> they ever talk about how she got there no i know, I know. meanwhile she's just there free and clear with all this money <laughs> oh my god but she's not making waste of it you know what i mean she's well no she and she's for her yeah I mean, would we would we even think Joey would waste it? No, no, no. 
Not at all. She's the Joey fucking star of the show. <laughs> like Joey she is, she is determined to get out of Caveside and never go back. She will do whatever she's got to do. And yeah, then, she doesn't even want to waitress at civilization. You know, no, she doesn't want to go she backwards. Wants to, she wants to focus on school and keep on moving. And I don't blame her. Um, when I remember when I mean this is this is similar, but like I remember when I first got this job, our where we work, I was leaving my retail job at a supermarket that I worked at for 16 years, and I got an offer to work at the new supermarket from my old boss like on the weekends and i considered it just to do it but you know what jamie i was like no i want to have my weekends to myself like i purposely wanted a desk job like an office job so that i can have a life and like you know do what i want to do i did the same thing <laughs> i did the same exact thing i'm like i'm, I'm sick glad of i denied it or, i'm glad i said no though yeah because god only knows what would happen Cause you know what? And it was scary because I was like, I don't want to have a backup. I want to see what happens and then I'll figure it out, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm very grateful for it. I appreciate that he wanted me to work there, but at the same time I was like, I can't, like, I don't want to do that anymore. So he didn't. Um, so Audrey's like, I don't want your negativity tonight. And she points out the highly kissable boy on stage. And then we cut to Charlie and Joey goes, yeah, he's cute. And Audrey says, cute. Come on, Joey. That guy is gorgeous. And I vomited. <laughs> <laughs> Joey goes, Yeah, okay, he's gorgeous and familiar. And Audrey says, We have to plot some smart, subtle way for you to meet him. And then Joey realizes who it is. And she says, How about I go up to him and say, Aren't you Charlie, the guy who dicked over Jen? And Audrey says, That's Charlie the jerk. Jen has good taste in men. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, musicians. Oops. These guys rock. (laughs) Joey goes, yeah, I get it. It's fine, Audrey. She goes, I want to go talk to the band and see if they remember me singing with them. Joey's like, do you really think that you're that, that you're not that memorable? (laughs) So we see Charlie and he keeps looking at Joey and she keeps noticing it too. And she's just Mm -hmm. like, why are you looking at me? Stop looking at me. Uh, This is when Pacey surprises Joey and he says, so this is where all the smart, beautiful girls hang out. I got to start going to college clubs more often. And she's like, you joined us. And he congratulates her on her 4.0 and he tells her about his promotion and they do like a high five. Like these are the scenes that I'm talking about where they're, they have such great chemistry together. I love it. Yeah. It's they're cute together. And I like that. They're just like being normal friends and just hanging out. Me too. And they're not like being like snarky with each other, you know? Yeah, they finally got past all of that. They moved on from it. They're growing again. So then we hear Audrey singing up on stage and Pacey goes, how did we get through high school without that girl? But (laughs) the music doesn't match up. So I don't know what she sang originally in the episode compared to what they put in. I tried to look it up last night, but I couldn't find it. Hmm. But whatever she was singing... Whatever, yeah, whatever they played over her didn't match. Um, if anybody knows, let me know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not definitely. in the mood to Google it right now. <laughs> that's a too like nah, nah, that's too deep of a deep dive right now. Yeah, it's just annoying. The music guide that I use isn't up anymore. I don't know what happened to it. Hmm. Um, back at the Learys, this is when Jen and Gal are talking. She puts up; they're putting up the baby gate together. And Jen says that 
she's worried that his attachment to his home is holding him back from moving on with his life. And Gal says he's moving on with parts of his life just fine. Yeah, she's like kind of cold there too. He's yeah, that was a little on. snippy. He's moving on with parts of his life I see just fine. <laughs> and she goes, well, parts you're not entirely pleased about, I see. And she goes, am I that transparent? Well, I mean, I don't blame her. I don't think it really has too much to do with Jen, right? It's probably just because Dawson's been so wishy-washy. One minute is Joey, then it's Jen, then it's somebody yeah. else, and then it's Joey, and then it's Joey, and then it's Jen, and then it's, you know, like, it's like she's wishy-washy. I don't know why she's taking out on Jen, though. Yeah, I mean, we kind, of, we kind of talked about this earlier, too, but Jen pretty much, like, tells Gal that she's crazy about him. And yeah. she just wants him to be happy. And Gal says, great, we want the same things for him. So then Jen mentions that Dawson could stay in the attic at Graham's house. And she mentions the film school at Boston. And Gal says that every time she brings up school, he changes the subject. But she would love it if he went back. And Jen agrees. So then Gail says, well, have you talked to him about it? And she goes, um, I've danced around the subject. And she goes, no, honey, you can't dance. You got to tell him. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, I'm just afraid of pushing him into something that he's not ready for. So then Gail says, Dawson is stubborn. You're going to have to push him. Yeah, that's what it says here in my notes. You're going to have to push him. <laughs> yeah. Push it real good. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so that was that scene. We go right back into the to the bar. Uh, also, did you notice Jack wasn't in this episode? Yeah, I missed Jack. I didn't. He's too busy oh, with his drunk. You know, we did probably need a break from him though. He was too busy with his party ways. He wasn't in two episodes ago. He hasn't maybe he was doing of- something. Maybe he had another gig. Yeah, probably. Uh, so Joey's at the bar, and the guy who was gonna potentially kiss her without her consent sits next to her, and he goes, uh, "My name is Tom, and you know, there's other things that we can do besides kiss." And I was creep, like, creep, creep. Yeah, creep, creep. creep. He goes, "Look, I'm sure you're a sweet guy, but uh, I'm not interested. Like, get the fuck away from me." Yeah. So then we hear he he gets up and leaves, and then we hear somebody off camera say, "Can I buy you a drink?" And then she thinks it's still that guy, and she says something snarky, and then we see that it's Charlie, fucking Charlie, and she gets smart with him, and he says, "Just stop, just stop," and she's kind of like, "What?" And <laughs> what? <laughs> no, finish what you were saying. You're good because he just I don't know. Yeah, he was so. He was a dick. He's like, just stop. Yeah. How are you going to mean? How are you going to say that to somebody you don't even know? Like, no. Yeah, like, you don't know stop. how she, she's acting like that. Just cut like, the crap, smarty college girl. Like, he goes, the castration shrew routine, the defense mechanism. All I want to do is meet you and talk a little. And he says, hi, I'm Charlie. And she says, okay, Charlie, why out of all the girls in this club, I'm the blessed one. What is it about me that piqued your interest? I don't like Charlie, like, in this entire thing. When you get through the dialogue, his reactions and his comments are such, they're so... Well, it's because we know about is like... Well, not even just that, though. Like, his tactics or whatever, the way he says certain things, it's like manipulation. Like, he's playing a game. Yeah, that's what he does, because he's a fuckboy. Yeah, yeah. Well, he tells her it's the hair behind the ear thing, that little tuck you do. I wrote, then he does this whole fuckboy monologue. Yeah. 
he goes, you know, when I'm having a hard night, I look out into the audience and I find someone who's just really listening and it makes me feel connected. And then I saw you just staring at me and I noticed the way that you kept tucking your hair behind your ear. Like you're really trying hard to listen. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> I mean, like, you're disgusting. And he goes, I thought to myself, I want to meet that beautiful girl. <laughs> and Joey goes, so tell me, does this sort of thing actually work? Which is what Audrey said to Pacey earlier yeah. in the episode. He says, I wouldn't know. I'm not like the rest of the Neanderthals in this place. I've never done this before. And she goes, really? So then you must have used a different tact with Jen Lindley, huh? And he's caught. And he says, Joey, the smart girl from Worthington. And she goes, Charlie, the womanizer from Boston Bay. Womanizer, woman, womanizer. You're a womanizer. Oh, you're oh. a womanizer. Oh, womanizer, baby. You, you, you are. Womanizer, womanizer, womanizer. Womanizer, Boy, don't try to front. Uh-uh, no, just what you are. Uh-uh. <laughs> exactly he goes this is deeply humiliating but you can't blame a guy for trying and she says no but you don't have to have a drink with them either and she leaves dawson is back home now and he's like trying to be sweet to jen and he goes he says like something do you like are you interested in any makeup sex and she's like you're probably not up for it and he goes mm-hmm. well i'm an 18 year old guy who just lost his virginity you'd be surprised at what i'm up for and i was like yeah he's up for anything at this point yeah <laughs> he's like stick your finger in my butt <laughs> Let's see i mean maybe you don't know he might like it <laughs> look, look listen listen to me people <laughs> like it's not gay if you want to have a finger in your butt And straight guys are so toxic, they don't get it. Like, just do it. You'll probably like it. (laughs) If you're having a dick inside of you, then that's pretty gay. (laughs) Oh, boy. Whatever you're comfortable with, with your partner, it's all up to you and your imagination. (laughs) Don't be disgusting and shit on each other. That's gross. This this isn't a movie, you know? You can't just shit on people's chests. No. (laughs) You love that, that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to worry about you with that. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, yeah, literally shit. Jamie's in the scat play. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, it's so gross. <laughs> it is gross. <laughs> no, not the poo. That's just the sick thing. Yeah sick thing is people are into it i don't know how it happens i'd be vomiting all over the place i don't know <laughs> it's fucking weird it is Whatever, weird. man no judgment but yeah it's fucking disgusting <laughs> <laughs> i'm not judging but i'm judging i'm judging you yeah. silently um not so silently. no we're being we're being pretty vocal right now so. <laughs> <laughs> not so silently but silently you you can't really hear the things that we're thinking. So, <laughs> what you think, you know, you don't. <laughs> Just know that we think it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> um. Yeah, so yeah. Jen says she spent the night talking to Gal, and she eventually lightened up. So she goes, and how you might be moving to Boston in the attic, which would be a really great place to study. Dawson in the attic. <laughs> I mean. She wouldn't be a little bit concerned that he'd be sleeping in his girlfriend's attic because to me that sounds like somebody's getting knocked up. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I would hope that they're being safe. 
Me too. But, you know, things happen. Condoms mm-hmm. break. I do think it is weird that he'd be staying in the house too, but... um, Like, does Grams know what'll be happening under her roof? I don't know. But he does, li- he ends up moving there, so... Yeah. He says he's been serious about that, but it's not the right time. And she says, it actually is, and I'm not the only one who thinks so. And he says, since when did you and my mom start sharing insights for what's best in my life? I was like, Dawson! Um, And she tells him he's not required to be the husband. You're not required to be the husband, Dawson. Like, you're the kid. And he says, families are complicated. And she goes, you think I don't know that? And he says, you have to admit, you're not the best person in the world to be giving me advice on parents. She's like, "Uh, that's not fair. And he says, it's just facts. How can you give me advice on how to deal with my mother when you don't even talk to yours? I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, and he says, yeah, he, uh, he didn't stop running his mouth either. He just kept going. No, we just kept she walked up. away. Yeah. He goes, I appreciate how much you care about my life. But if you want to talk to me about how, how I should live it, we should find a different subject. And she is literally cringing away from him. Yep. She says, actually, I really don't want to talk to you at all right now. And she leaves. And I was like, yeah. I would have done the same thing. I, I would have just got go. up and like, all right, bye. I'm like, you're a dick. I can't believe you just said that to me. He was horrible. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to have a conversation with you and like help. And you just completely attacked me out of nowhere. Mm, I can't talk to you right now. I, yeah, like, I get it, Dawson. You want to be here for your family. You Like, you just went through a terrible situation. But you can't be nasty to me because I'm trying to help you with moving forward with your life you know right right exactly there has to be a voice if you're not getting it if you're if you're like wanting to be stuck in that situation um of grieving like that's one thing but like i don't know like she's trying to help him move forward and he just doesn't want to hear it yeah he's still struggling but you don't you don't attack her it was no um so now we see audrey and pacey are playing pool and she keeps winning and like <laughs> all the guys keep cheering for her and he's like all right like stop cheering for her yeah and joey comes over and he says so how soon did you check your grades when you got on campus and she says okay i'm an obsessive freak i freely admit it there is no hope for me and he says that's not true there is a part of you that knows how to let loose you just have to learn how to let her loose every once in a while and she says what part Pacey and he says the other Joey the carefree girl who knows how to drink and play strip poker and go away on a sailboat for a summer the girl who can get up on a stage in front of complete strangers and sing in a beauty pageant she says the other Joey (laughs) the other Joey I thought I didn't buried her (laughs) I thought I killed her didn't I kill her damn it she's back She's clawing her way out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't say her name. She'll wake up. Get up. <laughs> so he says, wait, you know what this reminded me of? I don't know if you saw it. That movie Mal- Malignant, that's on, it was on HBO. It was a horror movie. No. Well, if anybody has watched it, you'll know what I'm talking about. I don't want to give away the plot, but it's, I was like, it's the other person living inside of Joey. <laughs> 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 who well, gets up and stings at fucking bars and kisses fuck boys <laughs> so um 
Yeah, he says, the other Joey, the girl who knows better than to let things completely out of her control bother her, like Dawson and Jen. Audrey's like, oh my god, I love pool because the chalk matches my eyeshadow. And Joey (laughs) says, I'm gonna go head over to the bar to see if I can find that other girl. And he says, yeah, if you see that girl, would you buy her a drink? Actually, would you buy all of us a drink on me? And he gives her $100, and she's like, wow, where'd you get this kind of money? And I wrote, he works, Joey. He's got a fucking <laughs> job. And he literally goes, I work for a living. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I guess he's just used to getting little tips and not like actual bonuses and stuff from her, you know, an actual job. You know. So she's walking up to the bar and Charlie stops her and says, is this what you were drinking? And he tries to give her a drink. I was like, do not drink that, Joey. And she no. goes, you again? Oh my God, I would never trust anything that he gave me. Nope. And she says, you again? And he says, I don't give up that easily. And she says, helping a girl get a drink doesn't absolve you from cheating on your friend, of cheating on her friend. And he says, I'm not looking for absolution. I'm just looking for a second chance. And she says, (laughs) well, Jen's not currently available. And he says, I'm talking about you. And she says, second chance with me? I didn't realize you had a first. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And he says, what did I do that was so terrible? I hit on you. Is that a crime? And I wrote, his hair is a crime. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You cheated on my best friend. That is your crime. Yeah, and lied about it, you disgusting slob. If there's anything I'm guilty of, it's simply being attracted to you. Like, you're drop-dead gorgeous. (laughs) And Joe was buying it. I was like, Katie Holmes must have had the best like self-esteem being on the show <laughs> the, As she way, should. the way they talk about her appearance constantly it's hilarious to me as they should though <laughs> <laughs> as they should i don't think katie will just drop that gorgeous i do think she's I think she's, she's very beautiful. pretty yeah yeah but she no she's got that like girl next door pretty thing happening but i don't know maybe maybe she was dropped that gorgeous i don't think she's to somebody i don't think she's drop dead gorgeous i don't know who's drop dead gorgeous like who would be an actress that's drop dead gorgeous live tyler hmm. i think she's beautiful wait i'm i i know i know i know i know i know i know hold on oh you know who i think is very very stunning who um melissa barrera the girl who's in the new screen movies i think she is stunning i need to look her up i don't know yeah, she's she's got long dark hair. She's Spanish. She's so she's beautiful. There's something about her. Is that the girl that played Wednesday? No, that's Jenna Ortega. Oh. I, I don't think she's stunning. She's just as average to me. I don't know. I think she's pretty. She's pretty. Yeah, I just don't think she's like stunning. I think the other girl's stunning. But no, there's somebody. I don't know. It'll come to me. But there's so many. I think. I, I think Jennifer Lopez is stunning. I I've always been attracted to her. I think she's gorgeous drop dead gorgeous <laughs> um anyway so joey's not buying it and he calls her up tight because she won't tell him the last time that she was uh that she took a chance he's such a dick man oh i know that's like one thing don't tell, like me, don't tell me i'm uptight though i hate that word i hate being called that i am not uptight I'm like willing to do whatever. Like I'm pretty go with the flow sometimes, 
like I may be a control freak about things and like I want things the way I want it, but I'm not uptight. No. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want, Steven. <laughs> Just kidding. So she's like, uh, I'm not telling you because it's none of your business, you creep. He says, when was the last time that you did something completely and indisputably wild? She's like, when I hugged my professor, wilder. <laughs> she doesn't say that. She just walks away from him. She's like, I'm done with you. I would have kept walking away from him, too, but he's very persistent, this fucker. <laughs> this fucker. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a damn fly or mosquito. Yeah, he is. He's a gnat. <laughs> he's, he's a gnat. <laughs> it's <a> terrible hair. <laughs> it's annoying. Yeah. Get away from me. God, do fly. Don't bother me ever. I need some spray. Where's the D? (laughs) Yeah, I need some rage to get you away from me. (laughs) There you go. That's better. Straight up poison. (laughs) Kill him. I don't, the raid. I don't want to keep him away i'm gonna kill him instead but everybody <laughs> everybody knows how i feel about this guy i don't know I, he's just annoying me um so now we cut to dawson and he's sitting on the dock near the creek and it's like freezing cold out because gal comes out to talk to him and she's all bundled up and she says you know before you got here there was i was a little worried about what was going on in my house after i went to sleep but now i'm worried about what's not going on and he's like well we had our first fight we'll work it out and she says until you really let go of this house i don't think you will until you wake up every day and start thinking about yourself i don't think you're ever going to be in a relationship go to school and begin the life that you deserve to have And he tells her that he plans on doing all those, but he wants to make sure that they're all set first. And she says, you know what? You are done right now. This is where it ends, Dawson. A part of me is guilty because I loved having you around, but it's just not fair and it's just not right. Seeing you tonight with Jen and how much she wants you in Boston, it was all so clear to me. She says, Jen is head over heels smitten with you and she cares about you and your future. And he says, I don't know how I would have gotten through all this without her. And she says, we'll be okay. Look, I'll hire someone if around here if I need help. And maybe there'll be a hot construction guy that I can just fuck on the side because I need to get laid again. And <laughs> he's like, getting upset. And she tells him, just go to Boston. Live in that attic, like the flowers. And I, I can't even begin to say thank you for how much you've helped me. I feel the same way about you that I know your father would. I was like, wow, gal. Like, jeez, what a weird line of dialogue. <laughs> that was weird. I feel the same way about you that I know your father would. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know what that means, but okay. I, I hope you loved him. <laughs> <laughs> I know all this what? time, Dawson. You thought I maybe didn't love you the way your father did, but I do. <laughs> I really, really do. It was a weird thing to say. I know, it was really weird. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Me either. I would have been like, that's weird. Should I say that? <laughs> she should have she should have just ended it by saying, I'm proud of you, which is what she says. Like I Right. I or she could have said your father would have been so proud of you, you know, if she wanted to bring up Mitch, but 
Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Whatever. He's like, well, I guess I got some apologizing to do. And she goes, well, if it doesn't work, grovel. It always worked for your dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, poor Mitch. R.I.P. We miss Mitch. Yeah, I miss him too. So Audrey won another round of pool. And he wants to play one more game. And she says, sure, loser pays the tab. And then he remembers that he gave Joey money and she disappeared. And they're like, where is she? Where did she go? Maybe she went home. And we hear music building up in the background. And they're like, they go to look for her. And they're like, "Um, wait. Pacey's like, wait, listen to that. And we hear somebody singing, I want you to want me. Or I want you to want me starts playing. And he goes, wait, listen to that. And Audrey says, no, it's not possible. And we see Joey (laughs) on stage and she starts singing. And Audrey's like brain is going to pop out of her head. (laughs) And Pacey goes, that's the other Joey. (laughs) So she literally sings the whole fucking song. She's up on stage singing, I want you to want me. And she's dancing away in her wide leg jeans from the 90s or early 2000s. And she takes off her button-down shirt. And she's being impulsive. And she's got on, like, a sleeveless shirt now. And she's being... She's having so much fun. She's literally... She's really singing, too. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it was the best performance. But she's mm-hmm. having fun, okay? Yes, yeah, she's having fun. That's all that matters. And she does this thing all the time. So, like, here's the mic. So she's like singing and she she does this all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that too. I was oh, like, can yeah. we can we stop? Nobody sings like this. This we is so dramatic. At the same time. Nobody sings like this. They sing like this. I don't know. Fuck. Weird. <laughs> that was so weird. I don't know why she kept doing that. I don't know. But she's very like, dramatic. Yeah, she's like dancing all around and everything. Um so <laughs> wait what? She had fun. She had fun. The crowd loves her because everybody loves Joey. Nobody booed her off stage. No, nobody was like, you suck. Get off the stage. (laughs) She was drunk. She was having the time of her life. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. She ends up, she goes, I want you to want me. (laughs) Yeah, she she, like yells it. She doesn't even sing it. she did it she was like just yeah like mouthing the words oh we'll have to post that whole clip oh my god you know what would have been so funny if we had like um if we did like a a commentary watching that scene together oh my god we we, we could we totally could and be like what the fuck is she doing <laughs> um I'd probably, be, I'd probably be singing along i know i mean it is a very catchy song that song yeah reminds me of that time of my life because i used to like love that song and it also reminds me of 10 things i hate about you yeah i was gonna say definitely reminds me of 10 things i hate about you so she's done she like runs backstage through the tinsel on the stage and she just has this moment to herself where she's like the other joey came out this complete adrenaline rush that she's uh experiencing right now so yeah yeah, she starts. She's like, "I need a guy to fuck right now." <laughs> oh my gosh! Dude. I need to get it out of my system, so uh-huh. that, of course, the biggest fuck boy in the world comes in, and it's Charlie. And um, he goes, he's like touching her shoulders, and he's like, "I didn't think you had that in you." 
And she says, then you probably didn't think I had this in me either. And she kisses him right on his disgusting mouth. And she goes, don't ever call me uptight again. And she like punches him in the face and he falls to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) And she like runs away. Um, No, that actually just happened in my head. Yeah. Well, it would have been really funny if it did happen in the show. (laughs) She was so hyped up. Yeah. She was so hyped up. Well, she goes back on stage and everyone is still cheering for her. Like she's like fucking Lady Gaga or something. (laughs) I was like... (laughs) These people, what are we, what are we um, drinking? She literally just says, I want you to want me. And they like blow their minds. <laughs> yeah. They're like, whoa, amazing. People Somebody get out. her contract. <laughs> Sign her to a record label immediately. A star is born. <laughs> <laughs> She's a diamond in the rough. She's. She only sings one song. <laughs> oh no, she sings two. She sings she sings uh, that and Les Miserables. <laughs> right. You know what the, the writers were like, you know what we need this season? What 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 what's missing this season that they had that was so great that oh, first season? Episode. <laughs> How about we have Katie sing another song in front of an audience? But it's like upbeat and fun. And they're like, yeah. I love it. Let's do it. And she's just like, oh my God, this is what I'm made for. I love it. And she did it. She killed it. Jeez. They gave us what we needed. Listen, when I sing for you guys on here, all of it is complete and utter joking. It is not my normal voice. And I don't think I could ever actually sing in front of people. I mean... I don't think you're terrible. <laughs> oh, good. Um, that makes me glad then, because usually when I'm singing on here, I'm just being a goofball. Well, yeah, we both are. But I mean, I think I have a better voice than you do. But at the same time, I'm Probably. professionally trained. I I listened to, <laughs> I would listen to Kelly Clarkson sing and try oh. to, to sing along to her. He's uh, a p- p- professional, guys. He's... Katie Holmes is another that I would listen to <laughs> and repeat just a few songs. So those those are those are his inspiration. Those are who he yes. based his voice off of. Katie Holmes, Kelly, and Clarkson. whoever. That's well, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson's got some pipes. <laughs> you and I know it, sister. <laughs> So now we're back at the Learys and Dawson opens up <laughs> the bedroom door and we see Jen in her flannel pajamas and she looks super cute and she's standing in front of the window and he comes in and she's like kind of surprised by him like she's, she's sort of like oh and like he like he caught her doing something like why would it be that surprising you're literally standing in his bedroom Ooh, I know Ooh, that was talk about gnats I think a gnat just flew on my face Oh. Charlie, Charlie, get away from me. <laughs> yeah, Charlie, rude. I don't want to sleep with you, Charlie. Stop. Um, he goes, You are so beautiful. And then he then he starts singing. He goes, You are so, so beautiful, beautiful to me. me. <laughs> Can't you see? <laughs> see, I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> So, so she goes okay apology accepted and he goes what that's all it took i had a whole speech prepared 
she's like Dawson I really don't want to hear it right now <laughs> like I, I don't need it it's fine um but you're right I don't have firsthand experience with what you're going through and he says nearly no one I know does and you're right it's time I moved into that attic <laughs> i can get laid on the daily i know i think it's time (laughs) she's like (laughs) she's happy she's like oh my god we can decorate (laughs) and then they kiss that would have been my first thing too like (laughs) (laughs) fix up the the attic (laughs) so they're like standing together looking out the window and she says god it's so weird how things work out all those years living next door to each other, but we had to move away to we had to move away to a different city to get together. And he says, "Too bad we never got together over there." And she says, "You know what Graham says? No regrets." And he says, "I hate to break it to you, but that house doesn't belong to you anymore." And she says, "That house will always belong to me." <laughs> so angry. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I mean, I get it because she like grew up there, but yeah. The way they like lingered on her face too. She was like, "That house will always belong to me." <laughs> and then she like her eyes turned red. <laughs> <laughs> She's Satan. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, Audrey and Pacey are now looking for Joey again, and we literally see her sitting on the stage in front of everybody. <laughs> I know, like she didn't go very far. No, I was like, how can they not see her? Um, so then Charlie comes over and sits next to Joey and Audrey notices this and she sort of like scoots Pacey out because Audrey thinks that the two of them are going to like hook up. up. Yeah, because they made a pact or whatever. And um, she's like, actually, I think she left because she had to study and Pacey's like, study what? You're not even in class. And she goes, well, you know, how, you know, our Joey, little Miss Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so charlie asks joey if she needs a ride home and she says i don't need anything especially from you anything and he says well i think your friends have left and he says let me give you a ride home on my motorcycle i'll take you anywhere you want to go and she's just smiling and he says what and she says of course you have a motorcycle (laughs) and he says well what's that supposed to mean and she gets up and she leaves and she says um of course you don't understand. <laughs> I thought that was funny because he's just like a typical fuckboy and she's just trying to prove her point. So now, oh wait, this part I did not understand. We cut to Jen and Dawson. They just got done fucking. But right. they're in like the living room or something or like a guest bedroom because there's like stuff all covered up, but they're in front of a fire. Yeah, I don't know and where they were. They weren't, in, they weren't in his room. And I was like, they can't be in the living room just, like, laying there naked. Like, what if people walk by? That'd be so disgusting. I don't know where they were. I I don't know what room that was supposed to be in. I don't know either. I don't know either. So he says, do you think living together is going to screw everything up? And she says, not if you quickly learn how to deal with the toilet seat. And he's like, I'll talk to Jack. (laughs) (laughs) So they both agree that they're both finally in a healthy relationship. And she says, when do you think the fun stops? And he says, I'm not sure, but it'll be a blast finding out. 
And then they start kissing again. And I'm sure they fucked a hundred other times that night because that's what you can do when you're 18 years old. Just fuck your brains out all night long. Oh, did you want to argue that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't have that problem. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't need to hear that. So <laughs> Pacey drops off Audrey and they tell each other that they both had a lot of fun with each other. And she tells him that it was a lot more fun hanging out with him than some hot guy she'd want to date. And he kind of laughs at her and he goes, thanks, I think. He just just takes it because he knows, like, he likes her. But yeah, yeah. he's just being pacey. Like, he's my fucking hero now, Jamie. I really, <laughs> so really proud. like him. I like um, him this season a lot. Aside, so from the, aside from the Karen stuff, I really am liking him, you know? Um so he offers the walker to her dorm, but she says, no, just, she's fine. There's plenty of security. And she goes, I wonder if Carlos's wife had her baby. And he goes, um, he calls her out and says something being like how she's so chummy with the security people since she was away. And she, he's like, you didn't go away, did you? And she's like, no, I didn't. But I did have a fight with my parents about money, but... Don't tell Joey because sometimes there are things you don't even want the people who you are close to to know about. And he's like, yeah, I totally understand. So then he tells her that you see this car I'm driving sat in the police impound for three months. And my father just gave it to me. Just gave it to me. Willy nilly said, hey, Pace, come to Cape Side. I got a, I got a present for you. Yeah, the car. Nobody wants it. Gave him a free car. And he said he wanted someone who deserves it to have it. And he said he was proud of me. And that's the first time in my entire life I've ever heard him say those words. And she says, but? And he says, even if it's true, how long could it possibly last? And she says, well, I won't tell anyone. And he says, parents are strange creatures. And she gives him a kiss on the cheek. And he's like, well, what was that for? And she says, the pact that me and Joey made. I know she's not going to do it. I figured one of us should. I hope you don't mind. And he says, rarely do I mind being kissed by a beautiful woman. And she starts to leave and they say they'll see each other at work tomorrow. And then they try, he drives away and she goes into her dorm. Um, I have a little bit of an issue with Pacey's dad telling him he's proud of him for the first time because I'm pretty sure he said it to him on his birthday. So um, the birthday episode, I didn't have a chance to look it up, but I'm going to argue that and say that he did tell him he's proud of him. So he definitely said something along those lines. Like there was some kind of reconciliation that happened. I just don't remember exactly what it was. Writers, go back and watch your work so that you're not like confusing the audience. (laughs) Especially as recappers, no, like 20 some odd years later. Exactly. Like go in your fucking time machine and figure this out. I know you have one. (laughs) Now we cut to Joey walking home. She's like, out on the street just walking home and charlie's following her on his motorcycle and she doesn't want to get on with him and he says i know there's a part of you that's just dying to get on this bike and ride off with me if there isn't Mm -hmm. then what was that kiss all about and she says maybe just maybe there's another part of me another girl that lives deep inside of me and maybe every once in a while she lets loose and does things that might blow some people's minds (laughs) but charlie if you ever mention her or anything she may have done tonight to another person, I'll completely deny it. And I was like, yes, that's what I always say. Just deny it. Deny, deny, deny. deny. <laughs> there are, there's no proof. Nope. It's your word against mine, bitch. <laughs> 
And who are they going to listen to? Not you. I'm a very believable person. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I don't think I say pretty stupid things sometimes. (laughs) Um, And if I do, I just cut it out of the podcast. (laughs) Problem solved. He says, you know, it was fun hanging out with you. Smart girl from Worthington. And she says, good night, Charlie. And he drives off with his dumb little helmet. And she's like walking across the street into the Boston night. And we get the end credits. Episode over. Next episode is episode 12, Sleeping Arrangements. Oh, that's about. I don't know, but we'll find out. Jamie, final thoughts? My final, I mean, I still just want to, I want to play this Joey, Pacey, Aubrey, Audrey. 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 Audrey Angle, and I want to see this where this Charlie thing is going because I can't remember, but I do know he serenades her, and I want to remember why. All right, well, we'll get to it, I'm sure. Yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. Um, I remember back then I thought it was fun that she sang the Katie Holmes sang because Katie Holmes was my world back then. That was iconic for sure. But watching it now, it was a little goofy. I'm not gonna lie, but. My personal favorite part of this episode was Pacey. And I am glad that we're getting more of a storyline with him and where he's going with his life. Um, I did watch the first, like, uh, maybe 10 minutes of the next episode. So I'm curious what they're going to do. But we'll talk about that next week when we get into it. But yeah, I was happy with this episode. It was fun. I thought it was funny. And they all had great dialogue, I felt. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, we got a DM from one of our listeners that has been listening to us since we started and i want to read it um on this episode if you don't mind (laughs) not at all so we got a dm from lisa marie on instagram and she wrote steven and jamie one of your original listeners here popping in to say how much I love rewatching my favorite show by listening to your podcast every week. I've rewatched all six seasons multiple times since it aired, and this podcast has been such a fun way to revisit the nostalgia of my teen slash college years. I especially enjoyed having the behind the scenes perspective of your guests who worked on the show. I learned so much from them. I grew up in South Jersey, spent almost 20 years in Philly, and now live in Cherry Hill. So I relate so much to both of you as locals and your accents. My hometown! <laughs> oh, and she lives, and she lived in um, Philly. Yeah. Um, she says, thank you both. Feel free to share on the podcast if you like. Thank you, Lisa. Thank we you. We have accents, Stephen. Apparently we have accents. Well, I feel like in the beginning, uh, Lisa Marie did kind of call me out and say that I had an accent, but I was like... You, you oh. do. I don't hear it. No, it's because you're used to it. You do. Some things you say are are weird. I don't think I have like a heavy Delco accident. Like I. Accident. (laughs) Accents. You said accident. I did. And I said (laughs) accent. Um, I don't think I have a weird Delco accent. So I, um, I understand what she's saying though. I do hear some things that I say sometimes and I catch weird words. Yeah, just weird words. You're good. But I, I have to say, though, like doing the podcast and listening to myself back, I, I have kind of like trained myself a little bit to be like, oh, no, don't say that. <laughs> but it, it's only it only goes so far because I get into tangents with shit. So. Yeah, right. I know. But um, thank you so much, Lisa Marie. We appreciate you writing that to us and giving us yes. a comment. But 
Um, if you're if you're in Cherry Hill and you like Korean food, you need to try Dolsat House on Route 70. It's so good. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> um, Lisa Marie won our giveaway last year on our one year anniversary. Oh yes, yes. yeah. So Lisa nice. Marie, Lisa Marie has been listening to us since the beginning. We love her. Thank you for staying with us. Yeah, you're amazing. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Well, Jamie. It is late here. It's 1249. Um, yeah. My cat keeps jumping up on my desk. It's driving me nuts. And um, I had fun tonight talking. I think we me can... Me too. I've missed you. I know. I think we can end the episode. All right. Well, Jamie, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Yes. You can find me on Instagram at jlynn underscore book lover. Beautiful. Oh, thanks. And if you want to find us, you can follow us on Instagram at Creek Talk Podcast. And on Twitter at Creek Talk Pod. We're currently on Threads and on Facebook. Just click our link tree in our bio and you can join us over there. If you're feeling generous, you can join our Patreon and get some exclusive bonus content as well as early access to our weekly episodes. We are currently recapping the Kevin Williamson series, Glory Days. So go over there at the $5 tier and you'll get some extra content from us. And if you're feeling super generous, we would greatly appreciate it if you could give us a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But for now, we appreciate you listening. We hope everybody has a great weekend. Jamie's about to kill one of her cats. And (laughs) um, we'll be back next week with an all-new episode of Creek Talk Podcast. Bye! Lean on Marie. <laughs> Run out of slippers. <laughs> All right, Jamie, I'm going to end it. Go okay. poop. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>